Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Previously on Crash and Fourier. Your crutches are not here because you want to roll around on a scooter. The only reason you roll around on a scooter is because your foot's broke. Your foot's broke because you don't understand the basic needs of what you need to do to be a surviving human male in this world, right? One might say that your ability to recognize those things is done ski. This is Gresh and Fourier. This is eight straight wins now for the Boston Celtics. They'll go to 45 and 12 on the year. Eight straight road wins. They'll go to 19 and 9 on the road. And they coast here in the second half. Here at Madison Square Garden. Andy Gresh. Miller to Hughes. To Miller. And a tip home by Besser. The Bruins blow a two-goal third-period lead. Christian Fourier. The news last night, signing happens. Do you think this moves any the market at all? Referring to the Bellinger Co- signing. Yeah, I'm with the sorry, coach. the Cody Bellinger signing. I don't know is my short answer. Um, you know, I think each of these decisions is unique. The best answer I can come up with is I'm not really sure. We'll find out. Gresh and Fourier right now. So you can get a wiener yeah. to go with a donut. On WEEI. Hang on. What? I got a, I got a, I got a headphone issue over oh, here. Oh, no. No, no, not mine. The actual headphone jack. While I uh, while I troubleshoot this, why don't you tap dance for thirty seconds? Oh, you want me to tap dance? All right. Well, uh, I have to unplug and plug stuff back in. What? Uh, so obviously, a Celtics our win. headphone our headphone jacks connect with an Ethernet cable. You did Yours. know this, right? What do you mean? You know what you plug your headset into? Yeah. yeah. 
It's just connected to the little gizmo with uh, an Ethernet cable in the back. So whenever you need to reset it, all you do is just pull that Ethernet cable out, boo it, bingo, bango. And it's, now you're going to reach around, you're going to break something. And now we're going to end up having a bigger issue than we really need. Well, I think mine's set up differently than yours. Huh? Mine's set up differently. No, no cables whatsoever. No, there's all uh, it's it's all a square little box. Yeah, if you reach square in the, box. Yeah, yeah, and you would feel the Ethernet cable going right in there. It's very easy uh, to feel the cable okay. near the box. It goes okay. in the back of the box. Okay, I know that you're. I know that you don't have a lot of box familiarity oh, in your life or anything like I that. I actually but, do. Uh, never the nevertheless. Well, it's better than the start that Boston sports are off to this weekend. Although the Celtics did do the job and did do the job very easily on Saturday night. Uh, the Celtics have now won. Are you ready for this, Foyer? Yep. 16 of their last 19 games. Yep. And yet, are you looking at it with a furrowed brow or something? No, I don't. I just posed the question. Is this, um, you know, they... The last eight wins they've so uh, after being the Knicks, so that's eight in a row. And you look at who they played, and they're really nothing but scrubs. So you sit there and you go, "All right, uh, what does this even mean?" I mean, they should beat the scrubs. They're they're the best team in the NBA. Or are you just waiting for them to kind of fall after they, you know, once they get into the bigger chunk of the the better teams, which is coming up when they play Dallas, Golden State, Cleveland, Denver, and Phoenix. And this is after a Tuesday night game against the 76ers, and I look at it this way. Are they on another level? Are they playing great? I was like, yeah, of course. Are they beating the teams they're supposed to? Yes. This is why I think they're on another level. I think they're on another level because it shows that they're mature. It shows that they know what's important, and they're not, like, taking lumps or taking, uh, you know, stupid losses against teams that they should beat, similar to what happened last year. Good teams beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Sure. That is that is just by square one, hey, beat the teams you're supposed to beat and don't just roll your freaking you know, shoes out there, your ball, and just assume that they're going to lay down because you're the Celtics. This, to me, is a sign of growth for me. That's a positive sign. I, I But they will be tested, but I still think they'll be fine. But I like the fact when they play against teams below 500, a couple over 500, play-in type teams, that they beat them. They should. Well, I think a lot of this comes from the intensity of Joe Missoula, quite honestly, in that the guy doesn't let up. Even it was, what, maybe a month ago where there was the talk of everybody chasing the Celtics, and Missoula's like, we haven't won nothing. Why are people chasing us? Why do people look at us as the standard bearer? Because we've done nothing and won nothing. And it's a it was a perfect answer at that time because admittedly everybody is trying to chase the Celtics in the East because they got what a six game lead or whatever it kind of lands at right now. That's what it was at last check. To me, this is about Missoula continuing to not just accept what some of the players have almost already accepted. And that is, yeah, we'll be the number one seed. And yeah, well, you know, it, we're going to keep checking the boxes. And I even heard, you know, Sean McDermott with the whole, it's not, it's not if we'll win a Super Bowl, it's when. There's a little bit of that mentality over at the Garden when it comes to the Celtics. And yet I think the head coach is the one who goes, no, 
You want nothing. You 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 have no reason to peacock around. We're all in this together, and none of us are champions right and I, now. And I do think it's so. So uh, as a professional athlete, I do think it's dangerous to to do the whole. Oh, we're just going to win it. I think it goes in stages, and you celebrate the stages, and you don't even think about. You know, everybody wants the the you know the championship, but you really have to celebrate the milestones. Mm-hmm. Okay, a clinch, a clinch a playoff berth. Bam. Good job, boys. Okay. Uh, Hayes in the barn on Win that one. Win the division, right? Win the division. Good clinch job, boys. Hey, you clinch the now, now, home field throughout. Good job, boys. And then it goes to each divisional round. Each round, right? Hey, good job. One step in the process. Bam. Next one. You literally just start just, you know, checking the boxes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're just so much more mature this year as far as just their willingness to not take games off because last year you could look at some of the games that they lost as a sign of why they couldn't secure the number one well is that coach or roster construct i think it's i think it's i think it's both i don't i mean i hate the chicken or the egg thing i think missoula has is pushing all the right buttons but they're accepting it they're like willingly accepting the challenges the responsibilities the the circumstances the games good games bad teams Big target on their back. You can tell. Like, they're all pretty much saying the same thing. And I do think Joe Missoula, you know, being his second year as a first-time head coach, right, is should get a lot of credit. Well, I think Missoula deserves a lot of credit. I also think guys like Jalen Brown and not so much Kristaps Porzingis because it feels like Porzingis is every bit on the same level as Jalen Brown. But, I mean, Drew Holiday is a guy who's come here and is just like, fine, I'll go on to get along. Hey, my, my my checks don't bounce. I still get my $30 million or whatever it is, and then I'll just wait my turn. And one of the older guys on the roster, somebody who's been up and down the NBA road. And to me, that's the one guy who could really be a pain in the ass for this team if he wanted to be. And they got the right temperament. Not only is that a credit to Joe Missoula, it's also a credit to Brad Stevens to know I can bring this guy in and he's not going to try to stir the pot. He's not going to do anything silly. And in terms of Joe Missoula, people are now starting to give him more and more credit. I do believe this past Saturday night was the first time we ended up getting the new sort of group of, of, uh, excuse me, Mike Bream, Doris Burke and JJ Reddick. I think I think Sunday was or Saturday was their first broadcast together. It took Reddick a while. They like they like put him on layaway for a little bit, and then they uh, rolled him back in. But this was that group talking about Joe Missoula and especially the way JJ Reddick describes Missoula. Is this all good? What impresses you most about Joe Missoula, JJ? Honestly, it's his thoughtfulness around the game. It's the attention to detail. I talk all the time about people that are truly obsessed with this game. They are sickos, and Joe Missoula is an absolute sicko. Yeah, I think that's kind of a, I feel like that's a really cool kind of like reputation that he's getting. He's a nutcase. He's 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 nutty. He's psychotic, and I'm the worst coach ever. Yeah, there's there's an aspect of that where I don't think you can be. I don't think I think you have to be a little nuts to be to be able to coach these guys. You have to be. I, any coach that's won a championship has there's some sort of just you know psychotic manner to their personality. 
because it's so hard to do. And you have to be ups- literally obsessed with it. His is a little different because he's like, you know, he's got the judo thing going on. He, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's, you know, bickers back and forth with the media. But, but do you look at Steve Kerr as someone who's obsessed with it? Do you, did you look at even Pop or Phil Jackson as guys that were obsessed with it? Is this the new age NBA coach or is this just the guy who's the coach in the moment of the best team in the East. Like at one point in time, people will look at Tom Thibodeau down in New York and be like, boy, there's a weird guy. He's in his like mid to late fifties and he loves basketball and more, more. I mean, he loves defense. How in the, what kind of troglodyte whack nut uh, gets hired to be an NBA coach when you like defense? But but that's a guy who got sort of point. Like, I just wonder, what is the fine line between genius and crazy? And is there genius inside Joe Missoula, I guess? That's sort of, the, that's sort of where I land on it because there, there, there are some coaches who do feel like Michael Malone. Like, he's such a hardo, no one can call him Mike. His name is Michael. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like one of those guys where it's like, okay, librarian dude, don't lecture me about the Dewey Decimal System. Just relax. See, Missoula almost treats it as, in a way, almost as if he's this underdog constantly searching and seeking validation. So he tries hard, and it shows and opposed to, like, Steve Kerr, who thinks he's real cool. But he's just as obsessed. Popovich is absolutely obsessed. Pat Riley, obsessed. Phil Jackson, obsessed. They wouldn't they wouldn't do the mental gymnastics with their team and monitor them and coach them the way they did unless they were obsessed. Well, they were also, uh, a lot of those guys that you referenced also coached in an era where, God forbid, they could look at a guy and say, hey, no, you need to shut up tonight. You know, or, because, uh, here's, here's the other thing. So, like, most coaches don't want, they don't want, like, reporters to know that they're reading their articles or they're affected by their that tweets. is one thing that does bother me about missoula Why? is the, fact the that whole he's got rabbit ears and well, he, he mentions it, it? It, it it's the mentioning of it fine have your ears on but who cares in the end like really joe missoula who are you coaching for are you coaching to prove yourself right or are you coaching to prove people wrong because when you do things that are rooted in trying to prove people wrong it fades after a while because the intensity sort of wanes a little bit. You have a little success, and then it's like, oh, I showed them. Okay, well, what's your level of greatness then? Are you only driven because you have your ears on, or are you driven because you really want to be great at this? And that's where with Missoula sometimes I kind of I, I kind of get lost because you got to manage the men who have their ears on more than even you do, See, for God's sake. And I do think that he'll change as his coaching tenure moves on also. Like, this is, to me, this is first, really his first year, real well, opportunity we, as a we've coach. We've already seen an evolution from year one to year yeah. two. It's just interesting that people look at this guy as some blank stared wacko who uh, people can maybe warm up to. I love the guy. I think he's great. I want want somebody with that profile. Because you know what? I do think at the end of the day, there is a level of toughness inside Joe Missoula 
that might be missing from that basketball team, and he might be able to close the gap a little bit. Joe Missoula <laughs> is an absolute sicko. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you don't like so when Kendrick Burke, Perkins talks about, hey, they need to post up more. They need to post up more, and he's totally wrong because he doesn't know that they post up more than any te- any other team in the NBA, and he checks them on it. I love it because it, because it's sometimes you need to hold some of these just goofballs accountable for the things that they say. There's a lot of that. I, I like it. I was uh, joking. We're second in, in frequency and first in efficiency. Bill, there, Bill Belichick used to do the same thing. Oh, I was going to say, there is a lot of Bill Belichick yeah. in Joe Missoula. God. And I wonder how long it will take Celtic fans to ultimately turn on Missoula the way it feels like not only Patriot fans, but the whole organization is now trying to be like, yeah, these 24 years here, not much to see. We're going to make you forget kind of everything sort of existed with this documentary thing. We're going to get into all that as well. The Bruins have an issue closing out. They're like a they're like a young college boy at the bar. They just can't close. They're close, but they just can't close. <laughs> like me close. in high school. Oh, there you go. You can uh, wear that one. Uh, ooh, the Red Sox had a good Zoom meeting. Yay! <laughs> good Zoom meeting. Ken's got one at 1030. <laughs> Yay! All right. We'll tell you about the latest good Zoom meeting, the Dynasty episodes three and four. And we're going to start to get into the combine a little bit, but we're also going to look at it differently than everybody else in town. Because in 125, Jeff Foster, the president of the National Football Scouting for the NFL Combine, uh, will be with us. He's the guy who runs this whole thing all week in Indianapolis. And it's been something that we now will turn on TV and, you know, watch people run the 40 and maybe it. their hammer's hanging out or whatever, you know? Like, you never know <laughs> what you're going to see. I wonder if he's in charge of that. I don't, I don't know. Here, here's, yeah. what the, here's the clothes you're going to wear this time. Everyone <laughs> is required to wear a jock. Uh, you'll find in your bag of clothes a <laughs> strap. Use it accordingly. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. I guess some of those in the Twitch chat who've never seen a woman in a bikini before now bailing out to look for their uh, next, what it would be, someone riding a plastic pickle in a bikini somewhere uh, somewhere oh, around the it. world. And it's 930 somewhere, for God's sakes. 1024 Regression Fourier. Good morning to the Twitchers. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. You can follow and watch WEEI on Twitch. And oh, by the way... You can also watch this show on YouTube. Go into YouTube, type in WEEI live stream pops up. Bingo, bango. There you go. Uh, I mentioned that we're going to get into the uh, uh, the latest with the dynasty. Yeah. Now that uh, folks have been able to digest episodes three and four, someone from the 207 um, said, hey, how come you guys have seen it? When I sent back to him in the text, I'm like, well, we got him too. We just didn't, you know, tell the whole world that we did. And then, of course, now it is the, uh, damn it, send it to me, all that <laughs> stuff. We can't, yeah. quite honestly. I wonder, could we forward it to somebody? I don't even no. know if I could. I haven't even closed the window yet for fear of losing it. You know what it is, is that uh, if you watch closely for the screeners that they send us, about every five minutes, your name will pop yeah. up on the screen. Yeah. So, so they that know. way they yeah. So if you did the whole, hey, let me send it to my friend up in Maine in the two oh seven and then that guy gets drunk and sends it to someone or says, ah, I'm gonna upload this to YouTube and then you're the one in trouble. True. So True. Yeah. Because you could pirate it. You could just like do what they do in the you know the what they used to do, right? Do they still pirate movies? Does a guy go into a movie theater and take the video of it and then try to sell it. That still happened. Oh, uh, what was the if name? If you look hard enough, you can find him. What free. was the? Oh, Brody was the guy in Seinfeld who did that. There, there was a Seinfeld yeah, episode. No, I that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just shoot the thing and get it out on the street. That's yeah. all he cared about. Yeah, they don't do great. that. That's my thing. I don't think they do that. No, anymore. I don't think uh, no, so. They absolutely do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You can find them. I don't but even know the movies are even in the theater anymore. No, but they're there for like a month. But that's the thing is that now you have to you have to go to like a real shady part of town to go get yourself a bootleg DVD or VHS. Who still has a DVD player? Oh, I do. For what? I have a VHS player too. Oh yeah. A lot of things have DVD players in them, Christian. If you have an really? Xbox or a PlayStation, yeah. You can watch any any oh, Xbox or PlayStation. I didn't think about that. But I have a real oh, okay. DVD player for the one that's in and the a basement. VHS player. Uh, well, yeah, I would like to think that uh, a lot of people probably have, even though it would be old, a functional VHS player. Yeah. I took all my VHS VCR. tapes and got them all converted to digital. Well, took forever, but it was so. Oh, it's so well, it was a it was a long, long. And, process. and now, do you know where those are? Or yes, are they just I in actually a file do. somewhere? Nope, nope. I know 
definitely kind of sort of definitely know where they are. See, and that's the thing is that there are a lot of people right now that are listening to us, right? I would guarantee it. All I have to do is say, you know where you have a box of VHS tapes, don't you? Go ahead. Answer. <laughs> hey, everyone in there is going, yes, I know exactly where I have a massive box of VHS tapes. They're, all your game stuff would have been on you. So you even got that converted over to digital as well. Oh, either that or YouTube. You, you if you can file them and catalog them if you go to YouTube. And then I, I wrote the NFL and I asked them for a couple things. All my games. I need this letter. Just no, no, it's just, just an saying, email. No, it's just not a letter. Oh, it's an just email. Just you Sorry. saying I yeah. wrote the NFL. Well, stop that. I don't think I need to see that. I don't think a lot of NFL players know this is even possible because somebody from the Seahawks, like five years ago, told me about this because I was looking what? for some plays. I was like, hey, they're like, here's the email of this guy. He works in NFL films. Tell him who you are and what you're looking for. I told him the years that I played, the teams that I played for. I got every single game. Okay. Then I said, hey, can I just get highlights? So the dude made me a 25-minute highlight film of, like, every single – not every single catch. There were some missing, but, like, slow-motion blocks, plays of this, slow-motion that, different angles, TV copy – it was awesome. I mean, it, and that took him six months. Christian, you four that he left that part out. Six yeah. months. It took, I would say, six months to almost the, a year. To be what, honest with what, you, what? How? And what? What kind of? Because one guy's got to go through every, and there's, I'm, I'm assuming there's more people asking for it, and he had to go through every single game of of, of a 13 year career, and and it was amazing. Listen, I was very appreciative of it. Because there's at least something that did I you, have. Did you compensate this fella? No, it's he gets paid to do it. I didn't know there was a there was this. Segment. So this guy like works within NFL films. Yeah, he works for NFL films. No kidding. Yeah, I did not know it, but somebody told me about it because I asked the Seahawks. It wasn't the late have... Ace Cashiotti. No, 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 okay. no, no. It's a Ace probably... ran that. He's a Rhode no. Island. He was a Rhode Island guy and ran that whole film thing down there for. I'm sure two you send it to him and he gives it to some interns or something like that, oh, and, and then they, they probably it do it. And, and then that. he says, "Are you done?" And they, "No." Are you done? Oh wait, are no. we done? Is it that time? No. Can but we, that, that was actually uh, that was actually pretty cool. Uh, that is interesting. I gotta say that uh, next is done. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I should tell Wiggy. Wiggy needs to do this. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't know about it. Uh, Curtis will tell Jackson yeah. to get on it. Yeah, because you know that's the way it goes there. Just like I heard today. Hey Jackson, find five things tying together uh, Tom Brady and Taylor Swift's personal life, and then turn around. Is and that walk what? Down. Is that what and he I'm should like, be doing? Wait a minute. This guy's cutting audio. <laughs> and and he's phones. Got a, good lord. Uh, Put more on there. Yeah, with Jackson, don't worry about the, you know, don't worry about the mule load the wagon, apparently, is the uh, Jackson mode. Um, well, it is political season, Foyer, in case you haven't noticed that. I, I have kind of kind of figured it out, yeah. Oh, that's right. We're going to become very polarizing this year. Both sides. Everyone's going to hate. Both candidates. going to be great. Uh, but it feels like there is a stumping season for... The Boston Celtics right now. Now, I know, Fourier, that last week in the sit-down interview, I do believe at All-Star Weekend that was with Malika Andrews, we had a little bit from Jason Tatum talking about, my numbers aren't this, my numbers aren't that, but I sacrifice people. He basically tried to say, 
Uh, these voters, they're real smart. They're yeah, they'll figure, figure it out. out. The voters, right. yeah, he was literally giving them like uh, you know teeing them up and like really just you know complimenting them and oh they're so smart and and they they will see through everything that's, that's right. going on right. Well, uh, here is Tatum kind of I don't know so much doubling down let's say, but this is Tatum maybe clarifying his comments further. I won't have the points per game that, you know, the other three, four guys will. But I think, you know, the voters are smart enough to understand the dynamic of our team, you know, essentially having to do less, you know, scoring maybe on certain nights, uh, but still impact the game in a lot of ways to, you know, kind of ensure that we win every single night that we're in, you know, first place that we're trying to be the best team that everybody on my on the team feels valued, right? That is, it's not just about me. Because, you know, I'm going to need everybody, you know, down this stretch. You know, we're going to need each other for what we're trying to do, um, you know, to try to win a championship. Mm. Sp- spoken like an adult. Pretty Still well, 25, by the way. Pretty well said. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Tatum, I yep. think, has got, what, uh, two, two more games, two more games yeah. left as a 25-year-old. But that's, he, that's mind-blowing. He made his case. He made it well. But it wasn't, hey, look at me. Yeah. I felt like for a period of time over the past few years, there was almost this kind of uh, verbal stumping that went on. Jason's an all-star. Jason's a first league all-NBA guy. You know what I mean? And now, from who? From, from teammates, everybody. from uh, coaches, yeah, from yeah. everybody. Yeah. But I, from I, local media, absolutely. But I feel like this is now kind of the next level, and this is where the media – isn't as much a part of the narrative anymore. Where I'm glad you mentioned the media because there definitely was a lot of taking the cheese on the, hey, I can get somebody to write to stump that, hey, this guy's a first-team all-NBA guy. It feels like there's almost got to be that kind of verbal push for guys like Tatum of the, hey, don't forget how good the dude is, including new teammate Kristaps Porzingis who talks about Tatum and MVP from like JT, JB, like every, Drew, I've said it before, he probably is the guy that's like sacrificed the most, you know, for winning, for like being on this type of level team. But even JT, like he deserves a lot, like a lot of credit because he could, you know, say, F it, like I want to score 30 every night, like I want to get the MVP, like, you know, but he's not doing that. And I think people are like overlooking that. And you have to give him credit because (laughs) when he does that, it makes everybody else do that, and then we're winning games because everybody's feeling good, everybody's scoring, you know, we're all dangerous. So I think there's a, there's, he deserves a lot more credit than he's getting, and uh, and everybody has made a sacrifice. And I think people from outside kind of see that, but, but us as players, you know, we know what we're doing and, and we know what the goal is, so we, we're all putting our, our stuff to the side for one bigger goal. Boy, oh boy, the stumping is beginning. We've now gone from the narrative moving of the at the beginning of the year. It was very much everybody's going to have to sacrifice to us to get to where we want to be. And all us fans, we want a championship. So that all sounded great. And now it is the, hey, that was the mantra going in. And now we've proven we've done it. Okay, so what do we got to do here? We know we're going to be in the number one seat. How can we help our guy JT? Well, let's everybody go out there and 
remind the world yeah. how much he is sacrificing. Yeah, look how much he is giving up because he could easily, you know, get his uh, average points per game up if he just took more shots. But look what happened yet. Look what happened over the weekend when he played the Knicks. He only had 19 points, barely shot the ball three or five. I only shot it five times in the first half. But the dude, if he wanted to, of course he could. But the the odd thing is. I'm just curious how you feel about that because on one hand, I feel like it's just the way it has to be done because no one is going to give him credit for that because you could easily make a point, and we discussed this last week, that the other guys bear a greater burden. They are the most important people on their team, and if those guys were not on on the team, they would lose. Like if Tatum didn't play uh, over the weekend against the Knicks, they still would win the game. Like they 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 wouldn't miss them. They'd still win eight in a row. What do you have, six, 17 of 19 or whatever that was? I know they did a good job against the Knicks, but for my money, the Knicks might be the second best team in the East after here the, after the trade deadline. But I understand what you're saying. Look, it's a, here's the thing. The Celtics have built this to where Tatum is their LeBron. I mean, when you look at the career of LeBron James, there have been times where he's played on loaded rosters, there have been times where, and again, the one year in in uh, in Cleveland, dragged a team to the NBA Finals that didn't deserve to be there. And I think now, when you look at Tatum, it is the it's like LeBron. He's so talented. Whatever we need him to give us, he will give us and can give us. And maybe the most important thing is is now comfortable in his own skin in doing so and don't you think that in the, re- the reality of it when michael jordan was in his prime he should have won the mvp every single year he very much could you have know, there was a year that charles right. barkley won it Karl malone won it and like it's AI like i okay, might have got in there one yeah, year like, well we all listen if he wants to he's easily the best so i think people just hey if you were going to take it away from you had to do something special you had to have a, a crazy amount of points per game you triple double your team would also have to be good. You would have to be the reason why your team was advancing in the postseason. We would recognize that. Tatum's not going to get that. Like, I don't care. They can do all the stumping and politicking they want. He's not going to get it. They just – and they're trying. He, and I like the approach, but it's not going to work. Look, uh, will it work this year? No. But this is how it begins. And I'd love to go back and think about – sort of how Nikola Jokic, and I'd love to go back now and look at what the Denver players were saying about him or what Michael Malone was saying about Jokic before he ever won an MVP. Like, I wonder how much of sort of the verbal assault or the, hey, did you hear what KP said or did you hear what JB said or did you hear what so-and-so said about JT? It's almost like that's uh, that's very much a, a part of it. And I think back to just using LeBron as, as an example. When LeBron James left Cleveland the first time, in part because of the group that was here, by the way, uh, there was a the thought that LeBron was a choking dog. And that, oh, man, it doesn't matter where he goes. That guy ain't never going to get one. Now, he's clearly debunked that narrative. But there's, I think in the NBA, for the really great players, there's kind of crossing the threshold. Oh, you're uh, you're uh, an all-rookie teamer. Okay, now you're going to play in the rookie-sophomore game. Now you're an all-star. Oh, now you're an all-NBA player. Now you're a multiple-time all-star. Now you're a first-league all-NBA player. And it just keeps building and building 
But without people stumping for you, it's real easy to just be like, Boy, that tall guy from a different country in Denver is so unique. How can I not vote for him? Yeah, and there's an aspect of this that if and tell me what you think. If I'm Jason Tatum, I'm a little I'm a little irritated by this. Oh, this is the continual yeah. this is the continual little... fight for respect. You know what it's akin to? Tatum getting hammered in the lane. No call, and then yeah. him turning around and looking at a ref and being like, what the Don't hell you know that? who I am? There's a little bit of that, no question. Hey, I'm an all-league guy. You're going to treat yeah. me like an all-leaguer type thing? Yep. I just think it is for certain guys until they get there, and getting there means you win that championship as well. Until that happened, Jason Tatum has checked off almost every box. There's really two left, MVP and win a world championship. That's it for him. Oh, and MVP at almost of the world 26. championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I guess, uh, I mean, look, uh, if you win four championships and no finals MVP, that yeah, will let it slide. There is, um, yeah, it, it is just, I, when I think about Jason Tatum and where he's at, and, you know, he's he's doing the honorable thing of, you know, taking less so others can have more. Mm-hmm. Like, he's such an honorable stand-up human being. Well, compared to NBA superstars, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of Mother Teresa in him because he's not like a Trey Young or he's not like the individual selfish player where, hey, as long as they get theirs and the team loses by 15 every night, they don't give a damn, you know? Let's put it this way. I'd love to see somebody like Zion Williamson shows much pride in his work and care Mm -mm. in what he does like Jason Tatum has. Let's start with his weight. And I know that you were (laughs) saying that kind of glibly and and funnily, (laughs) but there there are so many examples of the guys the other way. James Harden's a perfect example of what I mentioned. Oh, I get my I get my forty million. I get to pick where I want to play and I score thirty a game. Oh, no one holds me accountable for not winning at the highest level. Sign me up. That's where yeah. I want to go. Type thing. Whereas with Tatum, there's a grind. He's working hard. He is sacrificing, but he's also working on his body at the same time. Still finding a way to affect the game. I mean, if we're going to be quite honest, we look at people like Paul George and be like, yeah, that's a superstar. He's a superstar baby. Oh, I don't like where I'm at. Let me cry my way out of there. Well, see, at least they, with this guy, he's not begging to get out. He's grinding, getting better, seeing what people are putting around him and not being, I mean, listen, for as good as Kawhi is, post-San Antonio, Kawhi's just as big a baby as everybody, all these other superstars. Yeah, and, and, and so the die has been cast. The narrative has been created. The players are echoing and championing that call. This is how Stephen it A. Smith and others are starting to mention it also. So, yeah, are, do I think the writers are smart enough to see it on their own? No. It has to be placed in front of them mm-hmm. on a tee so they can go, huh, I guess we should talk about this too. It gets in the narrative yeah. of the talk shows and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then they stuff. start giving them credit. For yeah, it. And, and eventually you got to come around to in some discussions on, say, national television at a pregame. You have to ask the question where a guy like Tatum ends up uh, fitting in. Well, folks, we have big news to report. We have breaking news? We have breaking news sounder? The Red Sox had a big Zoom meeting. (laughs) And according to sources, sources say (laughs) it went well. (laughs) What does it all mean? Find out next. A question for you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Ladies and gentlemen, at 1048, those of you listening all around the world on the Odyssey app, make sure you got the Odyssey app loaded right into your phone. You can also download that Twitch app, and you can watch us do this show same way as well, right from your phone, except you get to watch us do it on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI, or go to YouTube, type in uh, WEEI, you can watch the live stream, and all of our videos are up right there on YouTube to be able to watch. And, uh, you know, folks, I I know that uh, pre-pandemic, there was a phrase that you never would have heard in our country, and that would be, oh, I had a great Zoom today. <laughs> Normally it would mean something else. Well, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, the Red Sox have been zoom, zoom, zooming. <laughs> because according to various reports, Old Man Gammons, Buster Olney, apparently the Red Sox had a good Zoom with Jordan Montgomery. All right. Your thoughts. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that is the way business is being done now. The whole face-to-face thing doesn't exist. That's a good sign. I mean, I know we're going to mock the hell out of it because, but that is the way people do business now. It's just as good. I guess if he really, and isn't he local? Isn't he here in Boston? Is, doesn't his wife go to like nursing well, school or something? His, his wife is in school up here, and yes, there is that. And they just happen to be in Florida. Well, there's there's also the the thought that maybe Jordan Montgomery is too injury prone. To sign to a big contract, which is why this guy's out there. Everybody's turning this into, oh, it's a Boris client. All those owners are wagging their finger at Boris right now. No. How about this? Yes. Would this guy be an upgrade? Yeah. Hoopy do. He could also turn around and have seven starts and get hurt and be Chris Sale 2.0, which is a part of his history. Christian, at this point... I get it that the Red Sox are going to still try to make it look good, right? And then we got something from Breslow from Red Sox Radio over the weekend that is very much analytical when it comes to the situation regarding the vis-a-vis the parts that we need. And blah, 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 blah. But honestly, if you heard that Jordan Montgomery was coming here on a one-year deal. Oh, is a one-year deal? No, but, oh. but I know this guy's looking for multiple years, but at this point... Jordan Montgomery and Scott Boris might have to look around and go, gee, maybe our best bet's a one-year deal and then try to go reestablish in free agency or something like that. I mean, it's very evident that people don't want to give this guy a multi-year deal kind of on principle considering the injury stuff. But just from a Red Sox standpoint, 
it'd be nice to have this guy in there. So what does that take you from? A, a, a 76 to a 78 win team? Maybe. Like, really, you bring in Jordan Montgomery and it does what now? On the bottom line. Well, but you do need more pitching, though. I mean, like, I don't think you would have to add a lot more people than Jordan Montgomery. And I don't think if you if you hire this guy, I don't think it necessarily shuts everybody up. To your point, it's it's one move, and now you're still hoping on everybody else that they've talked about, the guys in AAA, you know, new guys in the outfield, Devers at third, Yoshida in, in left field, you know, what's your, what's your rotation going to be? I mean, all that stuff. All of it's bail. What is he going to look like? But it does kind of – it will It'll depend on what it looks like. And I don't know – I don't need to see a seven-year deal. I, I, I think those deals are stupid anyways. I, if you're going to do anything with this guy, do just a one-year deal. But I mean, do a one-year deal where you're paying for the nicety of just doing a one-year deal. And and to me, that's how you call Boris's bluff. And it doesn't disrupt anything. Because over the weekend on Red Sox Radio, Brad Foe welcomed in uh, Craig Breslow. And Bellinger signed with the Cubs. So they basically asked Breslow, all right, here we go. Is the train starting? And here was your answer. The news last night, signing happens. Do you think this moves any the market at all? I don't know is my short answer. Um, you know, I think each of these decisions is unique, uh, not just because the players are, you know, there's different positions and different needs, um, but just because every everyone has different preferences. And uh, so the best answer I can come up with is I'm not really sure. We'll find out. Man, why do baseball guys sound just so nerdy and they all just, don't just, sound this way I, I, why do all the red sox guys there, there recently sound like it's that? A, it's a type he sounds the same he is a mimic to high and bloom they speak the same same tone same cadence different voice obviously but still it's like they they all have the same script went to the same school the only difference is this guy played actually played the sport but he, he doesn't sound or act any different than than, uh, than the last guy. I'm completely with you. Now, there is the whole, you know, whatever plan the Red Sox are going to uh, put in place in terms of building their pitching staff. Uh, but uh, Montgomery is a short-term guy, really. I mean, at best. To me right now, it's just a one-year filler to be able to give you another rotation where you're still banking on the young guys. It's almost like insurance, basically. They've, the Red Sox have already made their intentions very clear and very known. I don't care if you bring in Jordan Montgomery on a seven-year deal. Then I just look at it and say, ugh, you got a deal where in the final three years you're probably going to hate it. So don't over it. We already know. We already know. You're not going to fool us now by bringing in someone this late. You know what? We're not going to fall for the Raffy Devers again. <laughs> That's really what it is. They were shamed into needing to sign Devers. I'm convinced they don't love the guy there, but it calmed the flames. And I think there was a thought process in Yawkey way that, all right, we've calmed everybody down. Now we can go execute our plan that's really going to piss everybody off. And now we're like, okay, you fooled us once. Again, this isn't Kansas City. This isn't Oakland. This isn't Arizona. 
We're not idiots here. We pay attention. We don't drop trial to go to Fenway other than maybe if you're bringing little Bubba Lanny for the first time. <laughs> Otherwise, Billy's been there 45 times in his life and has seen the experience. Then you have people look at it and go, what kind of team you putting on the field? Fine. I'll live with the Youngs. Just play them. Just play them at this point. Brendan and Jordan Montgomery doesn't change my mind. Put the Youngs out there. Let them go make mistakes because that's what you really want to do. So just stick to it at this point. Dynasty episodes three and four. Oh, boy. Do you remember the old uh, nighttime soap opera Dynasty? Yeah. That's that's where we're that's where we're at right now. That is where we're at because the storyline is Bill Belichick in every turn. Bill Belichick and how can we find ways to erase what he did? We will get to episodes three and four of the Dynasty next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 